afternoon, evening, and welcome. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network at republicbroadcasting.org. Hour one of the broadcast here on this Friday, the 19th of January, 2024. And uh, yeah, I guess it is sounding kind of futuristic. You know, there has uh, been a lot of sci-fi about this era, 2024. And I'm your host, Richard Carey, here on Beyond the Official Narrative. Was that Orwellian enough? I need to get that echo going. But we have a full panel roundtable, per usual, folks, and very exciting combinations, configurations. Uh, Always try to have something interesting even in that. We have none other than the host of Thought Crime Live, Stephen Douglas Whitener, here on the panel. Stephen, how are you today? I'm terrific, Richard. Thanks very much for having me. Hello, RBN. Nice to be joining you. It's uh, yeah, Robert E. Lee would have been 213 years old today, if memory serves right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did, did hear some mention of that his uh, his birthday, Robert E. Lee. And of course, people can catch your show what every Saturday morning, Central Time. That's RBN in Texas based. Uh, Central Time, that's 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central. Thought Crime Live with Stephen Douglas Whitener. And uh, you always have something interesting in store for your listeners, isn't that right? You, I try my best. I mean, sometimes everybody uh, can't, can't come through every time, you know, hit a home run. But I do the best I can, and I try to get a, a, a good a variety of uh, different guests, too. It's, it's been quite a journey learning how to do this, and I really enjoy doing it and talking to people, especially people who are, know a lot more and are smarter than me. And, and especially if I can get them engaged with one another, you know, it's like it's almost, remember those shows Crossfire and stuff? It's like it, that, on one hand, I try to do stuff just to talk to the listeners too, sometimes from my point of view, but. I really do enjoy having panels and stuff. And I'm going to have a good one tomorrow talking about uh, local and stuff to, uh, with some, some that y'all have heard before. And one you have not. RBN. Yeah. That's an RBN. You know what's going to be going on, Richard. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, very nice. Nice. And we have another RBN host uh, here with us as well. Okay. Oh, we have uh, one of the hosts of. The, Repub- the Republic of Texas Radio, and that's uh, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, Sunday mornings. We have none other than Alan Crutcher uh, here with us. Alan, hey, hey, how you doing today, and thanks for being here. Oh, uh, just uh, trying to exist another day in the life there, Richard. Um, glad to hear Stephen on with us um, and talk with him a little bit in the past. And, you know, we talked a little bit earlier today, you know, about, about you know, how crazy things are. Uh, you said it was kind of like a science fiction novel. You know, I think, was it one of Stephen King's books? Uh, was it The Running Man was set in 2024? You know, pretty dystopic. I don't think we're too far off the scale on that one. But uh, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm just kind of living my, my normal weird world. I'm, I've got a, a dog and a deer inside the house with me right now. And um, just kind of a strange world I live in. But, you know, we all do lead separate realities. 
And that's what makes interesting being able to talk with, you know, several different people, you know, and exchange views and viewpoints. I agree completely. And, yeah, I'm glad with all of your time in the RBN family and Patriot movement uh, to have you here today. And we have uh, another voice you folks have known for uh, a good little while, Uh, maybe not as long, but uh, from up north. We have James in Vancouver uh, here on the panel today, and I had a nice interview uh, with James. For people who aren't too familiar, you know, with his background, uh, what his specialized uh, area of expertise is in in the scientific realm, and you can check out the archive if you're able to uh, through the website. That was from this past Tuesday, uh, January 16th. A pretty good, pretty good interview. We agreed. James, yeah, thanks for being here. How are you today, sir? And I know it's pretty cold up there in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Good afternoon, uh, Richard and everybody. Uh, we're surviving here, and I got me a 15-pound Maine Coon cat, a red tabby, and um, we're surviving this snow. So uh, good to be here on the panel. Thanks, Kelly. Back to you. Oh, yes, Don. Excellent, and I am a, a cat lover and, and dog lover. You know, I've had dogs growing up. I have a cat right now. Uh, used to have another one along with it. And, well, yeah, I would maybe turn it over to Stephen. Now, Stephen, uh, I don't know, what is on your mind, uh, or what would you like to address here? I mean, you know, we always have all these uh, news stories we're hearing, no matter how we get our sources of information out there. And, uh, you know... I, uh, I mean, I, I have to wonder. I mean, people are expecting something big, either twenty twenty four or at least by twenty twenty five. You know, in a lot of areas, you know, a lot of categories. You know, you got your domestic situations with the election. Um, people are concerned about what even the gun agenda, and then you have the the war agenda, right? Of course, pand- pandemics and uh, well, they're always trying to set new precedents with the. Uh, the green agenda. So, I mean, <laughs> so many agendas. But I'll, I'll, I'll toss it to you first. It's the start of 2024 still here. And so where's your mind at? All these things. It just, it seems like a whirlwind that we're in. They all keep uh, going along faster and faster. It's glad to have these guys with us. You know, I was wanting to say, I got a, I'm in the house with a dog and a deer too, but it's a different deer here. <laughs> kind of tear here <laughs> with <Wendy. laughs> and i'm really glad you guys joined us i've talked to both these guys a little bit before and 2024 what's going to happen thing it's like look they're setting up a maidan kind of situation with trump over here with the election you've got to face it it's like that's one thing that they're pumping that color revolution comes home to roost maybe this year that's one thing and I watched this uh, documentary that the Muckraker News, these two brothers did when they took the trail from Ecuador all the way up through Colombia and uh, Venezuela and then, I mean, you know, Ecuador and then Colombia and then pa- into Panama, the Darien Gap there, and then <clears throat> came in. They were actually kidnapped by a cartel right before they crossed into the U.S. Well, there at SpaceX. They had video of the. Uh, um, 
launch site and then so and, and they smashed up all their stuff i don't know did that some some wendy told me that they had gone back and refilmed it again but uh, or something i don't know but that was quite a story i had heard about that from some people so you see that's going on with this invasion coming all the way from there that uh cloward piven Kalergi for America agenda is going on full speed ahead, and the Biden administration is just pumping that. That's a big thing. That ties in with this quote-unquote color revolution selection coming up. The eternal psyop they keep throwing at us. They call politics and government. That's happening, and these people that were marching up through different countries, he would ask he would talk to them and record what they said, and they all were chanting Biden, Biden, Biden. So you know, it's like that. This this is a serious year, like you said. There's something could break this year, but these things have been happening for a while. They're going to continue to happen. At what point things happen with the uh, war? I think in the uh, economy will is what most people will notice as being the thing that sets them off and that's just kind of the way my if that comes about sooner or later you know they're they're pumping they're they're signaling there's gonna be a lot more a more expanded war <clears throat> i saw that russia had tested electronic uh warfare uh, uh capabilities and with the Swaki gap there from kaliningrad where and poland and lots of the baltic areas of the baltic there they just lost gps and all this stuff and so you know they just boom and it was at so you know, there's something there. They are, uh, you know, um, doing drills and stuff back and forth, and they're getting closer and closer. We have 90,000 troops coming for the biggest NATO drill ever. It's already started, I believe. If not, in a day or two, it will. You know, and that's going through May, I believe. So, you know, things are signaling that things are going to come and uh, change. I, I heard some other people, the. Um, <clears throat> One of the Fox News talking heads that comes on, I heard her say that the Black Swan event 2024, real short hair, uh, head hairage or something like that. I just happened to see that clip. I, I don't really watch mainstream as much anymore, but if it's, you know, somebody had posted it about something. And that's kind of what I've been thinking about as far as the whole uh, situation goes, you know, but closer to home, I'm thinking, what can I do about this, you know, too? That's kind of where my head mostly is at. Let me toss it back, sir. Well, yes, sir. I, I guess I could pick it at pick at one of the things you mentioned. Um, we're allegedly told that the economy and the immigration tie together. You know that they uh, don't have uh, the population uh, sustained even, and that they need to bring in all of these people and. Well, you know, first off, even if that were true, I mean, they want to keep the same disparity between rich and poor. At Richard, it's like those mixed signals about those two, too, because we have all these massive layoffs happening and stuff. I saw where Google today's thousands more left. So the jobs that these people are coming for are not really – they're not – Going to be here is another part is something else that that I'm glad you said I didn't mean to interrupt you, sir. But that that's something I thought I should mention because that that's that, that's something uh, that I had to, I hadn't thought of before, honestly. You know, yeah, I, but no, this crony capitalism system and the difference you know between what we have over here and well, just how cheap it is for labor and product development in Asia, uh, you know. Basically, this system needs constant expansion. You know, it's not enough to even sustain anything. And so that's why they want to bring in all these numbers. Uh, so we're told in one level. In another level, yeah, the Kalergi uh, 
Klan replacing white people is is, is certainly uh, another, and so they dovetail uh, nicely there. But I'll kick it over to Alan and see what he'd like to add. Yeah, well, um, you know, along along the lines of you know the invasion, and uh, you know the the main thing I see, um, you know, it's not so much that our population was dwindling. You know, is, is that such a bad thing? You know, we, it, you know, nothing can continue to grow forever. You know, if it grows and it grows and it grows, eventually it'll, it'll end up like. You all remember that Star Trek episode where they're on this planet and there were just billions of people and they were all shuffling by and no one had more than like an arm's length of room. You know, uh, you know that there are limits to everything. Not, you know, not saying anything about that. But the I, the main thing I see is uh, a, a diminution, uh, dilution, uh, getting rid of any national heritage, any national. Sovereignty, you know, they want this gray, amorphous mass that has no true loyalty to any, you know, your 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 relatives, your past, you know, any, you know, how you, you know, what, where you came from. Uh, they, they just want this gray, amorphous mass, and um, I, I don't know, you know, it, it's worse in some places, it's worse than others. You know, it's like everyone was, you know, when when George Bush was busing people from their border up to Chicago and Martha's Vineyard and everything, and they're like, like, oh, now he's really showing them what's what's to, you know, what's for. And I'm like, no, it's like, yeah, that's they're just giving them free rides and just spreading them out more and more. You know, there's, you know, it it was kind of fun and funny for a while, but when you look back at the and you step back and you look at the big picture of what it's doing, you know, um, you you can see it's just. infiltrating them into more and more smaller communities, you know, are, are now ha- starting to have problems, not just the large cities. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it, the, the invasion, uh, but the main thing, guys, that I, that I see is, um, and I know it has its wonderful points, but the digital age, you know, it, 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 everyone de- becoming dependent upon computers and smartphones and connectivity and everything, and uh, not knowing how to talk to the person next to them if they're standing actually side by side with the person, you know, we're losing the ability to communicate effectively and uh, to have, you know, an interpersonal bond. You know, everything is is on digital media. Um, I heard someone say the other day, whether you like it or not, you know, Facebook and Twitter are the new battlefields. And I'm like, you know, how good has keyboard warrioring done for us so far? Except for informing people, it does have its its beneficial points but still you know the whole thing is a weapon it was released to us as a weapon they had tried this they knew what pretty much what it was going to do and you know richard uh, you know we talked earlier and i said you know i re- once you sit back and you really study and you pay attention to what has been going on what is going on and probably unfortunately what will be going on you know once you understand their means and methods i really wish i could admire what they're doing because it has been pretty masterful but I really can't admire it because I'm just not an evil son of a bitch. You know, it just comes down to that. But I, I can have some appreciation for what they've done. You know, uh, you know, James up there, James up there in Vancouver. Uh, ask James about, you know, if he sees any Chinese influence up there. And with that, we'll go to James. How about that? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And I, uh, I mean, I have to, to to wonder. I mean, if we'll ever have. I don't know, a major conflict, again, with the country we get all our products from being on the side of the opposition there. So even Iran, you know, if they're going to be with Russia and China, uh, backing them, you know, as, as far as that goes. But, yeah, no, this, this agenda close to home and just the, what the so-called technocracy, you know, that everyone is facing. I mean, Wikipedia, 
you know, no one has an encyclopedia set anymore at home, even. Uh, you know, they go to Wikipedia, and it's just po- political correctness, uh, not about the facts at all. Uh, we've seen that stress so much more reinforced to even normies uh, through COVID. You know, science is meaningless, and now this gender thing. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, no, you know, Wikipedia and not not having anything that can't be just like George Orwell described, you know, constantly uh, rewritten, uh, you know, with, with you having no control over even your own data. You know, it's in, it's in the cloud. And, you know, if you don't pay your, your fee and have a good credit score um, and or if you have something in there they don't like, you know, they may have to remove some of those files, you know, or, or what you're uh, messaging to others. So, uh, yeah, don't I'll just throw all that in there and, and send it over to James. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I don't know if I told you guys this, but uh, my AP physics student from up here, who's a Chinese national, uh, he was going down to Texas for a couple of Fridays. He skipped class and finally asked him, I said, well, when you go down to Texas, where do you go? He says, well, I'm going to Brownsville. I said, Brownsville? I said, that's the border. He says, that's right. He says, I'm helping with the uh, immigrants coming over the border. And I go, what? He said, yeah. I said, how many are crossing a day? He said, about 12,000. I said, well, tell, tell me, do they all got phones? He says, yeah, most have phones. He says, but if they don't got them, we tag them, like GPS tagging. See? I said, well, uh, uh, is it dangerous? Oh, yeah, but we drive fast and this and that. So I finally, he took off, and I haven't seen him since. He hasn't come back to class. But I wanted to ask him more questions about was he helping just Chinese people cross and things like that? But when you go to Michael Yon now, if you follow Michael Yon, Y-O-N, uh, on uh, social media, and uh, he's been on lots of talk shows, uh, he is uh, at the Darien Gap. He watches them come in, and uh, he follows them up to the Mexican-U.S. Uh, border. And... Uh, I have a lot of respect for that guy because he's not just a war correspondent. He, if there's a firefight going on, he knows how to get into it. And uh, so what you got, uh, what he says, and uh, I can see it happening, is you're going, you're going to have um, this outfit regrouping, and then they're going to be directed by someone to do things. Some of them are just slaves, I figure, like 300 years ago. They got their fare paid for, uh, and they got uh, up to the border. And when they're in the States, they get sold to somebody. But there's uh-huh. a contingent that are... Well, here, I hear the music. Yeah. So why don't you continue your, your line of thinking on that on the other side, James? All right. All right. We'll be right back, folks. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive! Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? 
It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, Beyond the official narrative here on Republic Broadcasting, Richard Carey here with Stephen Douglas Whitener, Alan Crutcher, and James in Vancouver. James, so you were mentioning Vancouver's battle with the Chinese national uh, invasion. Yeah, well, they have uh, troops up here uh, on the islands between... uh, Vancouver Island and uh, the Lower Mainland. And uh, I mean, even Michael Rivero reported on his show last year that they're here because they're learning how to fight in cold weather. Now, anybody who's been to China, north of Shanghai, 
knows that it's super damn cold there in the winter. And when you get to places like Heilongjiang, uh, they uh, do snow crystals. They they cut uh, snow sculpt, uh, ice sculpture, right? And um, it's really damn cold. Uh, yeah, so um, that cover story, they're here to fight uh, in cold weather. It's, uh, it's um, BS. Back to you. Well, Stephen, over to you, sir. One of the things in that uh, documentary I, I, I saw, and I have heard, seen Michael yawn a couple of times, but this was a different a couple of brothers. There is a uh, Chinese um, trail, I guess, almost like Underground Railroad kind of thing, or the you know uh, the safe places for all of them who uh, cater to them. And he said those they're the best funded. And the Venezuelans have the least funding, and all these NGOs are there along that trail too. I mean, it's a dangerous, horrible trip these people are taking. And then Biden should be held responsible for you know drawing all these people in here. It's like it's just infuriating to see these people who are probably they might die along the way. It's just ridiculous that that he's sucking them in here just for power and well destroy us too, I suppose. But yeah. It was infuriating to see all that, and um, they said they were afraid of some of them. The guy he interviewed, a guy who he blocked out his face, and he says, "Yes, Chinese police are here, and they may look for me there in the U.S. That the plainclothes police roaming around the U.S. looking for dissidents or you know whatever, whoever they they seek it from the mainland." And I, we've seen that already that they have these quote actual police stations. In North America, it's like it makes me think there's some thing that's going on we haven't been told about. You know, <laughs> there's something going on behind the closed doors, so to speak. There that I don't understand. It's it's some kind of a treaty that they can get away with this, or the fact that it just doesn't matter. These clowns and this Biden thing and the fake Oval Office—it's just such a show. When are we going to have enough of it? I mean, they would have. Anyway, let me, let me not go there yet right now. Well, you almost always have to have like one extreme or the other and nothing in between, no other options possibly available. And you're supposed to, you're supposed to see things in all black or white, you know, regardless of which which side you're with. And, well, yeah, I mean, that that is the perspective on immigration on the, the 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 war agenda on the whole cap, capitalist communism uh, debate, but you know certainly with with this immigration, I mean you're you're, yeah, you're saying sure that they could, I mean it could be a, a perilous journey. You know, what the actual, well what the official narrative is, you know why they're coming in here? Oh we don't have enough workers, and this sort of thing. But um, you know I mean certainly there's. Uh, I don't know. As far as the Chinese thing, you know, I would watch Natural News, Mike Adams, you know, and he, he of course, he's got a lot of uh, sponsors that are uh, pretty well connected and everything. You know, he doesn't really want to call out Jewish power at all, you know, so he's not going to say anything about that or have people on talk about that at all. But the Chinese thing, you know, I mean, that's that's a safe go to um, for he and a lot of others. And that doesn't mean that, you know, it's all one or it's all the other. I mean, do I think that Chinese troops are going to be here and try to take this over as new China? No, I don't think that's going to happen. But economically, they're gradually taking us over. But, um, 
Yeah, you know, I don't think that it's all a friend or enemy uh, sort of uh, idea uh, regarding China, uh, their relationship with us, how we should feel about, you know, the, the people who are here uh, or the country, uh, for that matter. It's more, for me, it's more in-your-face erosion of any so- semblance of sovereignty we had. It's gone. That, that in-your-face more than whoever is taking advantage of it. And and we never really had it anyway. That government's all-powerful, and this is its end result that they created with this empire. Now, I don't know what they're going to do, take it to the next level or something, but all these NGOs and UN uh, agencies were down there without maps and routes, and, and the ones making all the money are the cartel and the smugglers. You know, that's it's just... It, Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Have you been looking for a trusted long term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? 
A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at RepublicBroadcasting.org. T-O-M at RepublicBroadcasting.org. back folks beyond the official narrative here on republic broadcasting richard carey here with our full panel of roundtable participants we have alan crutcher james in vancouver and stephen douglas whitener and well i i you know i don't know james here has spent some time a good amount of time in asia as well I don't know if uh, our responses were what you were looking for, Alan. You could always obviously ask uh, uh, James a bit more there. But, um, you know, I definitely see uh, there being a, uh, at least like, again, economic takeover, not necessarily maybe on the behalf of China, uh, but for people who want to have a new life here. And it does have a rich ancient history, you know, going back to Ming Dynasty and all of these eras of China. Uh, so long into the in the past, and some of them may see uh, the greatest future to be after the West collapses and they you know take over uh, and have like most of the globe in their future. So some could, for all I know. So I'll, I'll toss it over to you, Alan. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, I, I sit here and I th- and I think quite a bit. You know, I'm, I don't have you know the mesmerization, uh, you know, of of you know having more if you want to call it the luxury of having the internet. Um, I, and and my sources of information have been dropping. You know, I did a lot of you know off off fleet air satellite. You know, countries around the planet, and you know, I, I actually learned you know words in a lot of different languages. You know, I know I know some Polish and some Turkish, and uh, you know some uh, some Portuguese, and you know various other languages. And uh, it, it it was very interesting um, what you can learn if you you know you, because I couldn't understand. You know, I would pay attention to what 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 I saw. You know, and and you know, just in the background on a lot of things, and uh, you you can pick up a lot of things. It takes a little more effort than having it spoon fed to you, but um, but you know, um, I I remember listening to a guy. You, y'all know a guy named Jordan Maxwell. You know, uh, died a few years ago. Uh, talking about you know, back in the 1960s, you know, before I was even born, going around to universities and giving speeches on you know, beware, you know, these the the, the secret organizations, you know, the uh, you know. Uh, the, the you know the the Council on Foreign Relations, the Committee of Three Hundred, the Black Nobility, you know uh, various uh, you know, and there are 
there are hundreds, if not thousands, of you know uh, these organizations out there. You know your local area councils of government, um, your governors' associations, your mayors' associations. Um, you, you know that they're all just different levels of of uh, the power structure. And you know, if and you you go, you're sent there, and you're taught, you know, and trained how to talk to people, how to bring things into, you know, uh, new policies into focus. You have all these think tanks out there who help develop policy. They're given a problem, you know, and 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 you know, to solve and come up with a solution on how to enact it and everything. And uh, you know, and it's all the way down to your school boards. Uh, you might, well, hell, I almost said the Boy Scouts, but hell, now you can be a fag and be in the Boy Scouts. You know, you could be a fag Boy Scout leader. Um, you know, it, it's basically weasels its way into every aspect of our lives. And I don't like to sound defeatist, but if you sit back and you actually realize, and uh, I, hear a lot of, I hear a lot of things, and I try to associate it. It's like, well, where did this policy come from? You know, who's running this? Who, who is, who's the driving force behind this aspect of you know what what's being done to us, and uh, I don't know, guys. You know, it, it, a lot of this stuff it, it's it's well in place. Uh, you're never going to just root it out. You know, you hell, you know, a fire ant man. You can go out and spread some anvil on it and at least get rid of it for a while. But you know, uh, that's fire ants. But um, I really, I, I hate to say it, it's like it's going to have to get very bad and very nasty before enough good people pull their heads out of their butts and wake up to what's really going around and will it be too late by then watching the future i don't see warm fuzzy things and um i'll pass it on to y'all back to y'all here well james over to you sir yeah i just looked it up it's about 2300 miles from the darien gap up to the u.s uh texas um Mexican border there, okay? So the question I want to ask is whether they're walking, which I, that would take like 26 days, or they're in a bus, who's feeding them, right? And where's that money coming from, see? So they've got to be fed, otherwise they'll die of starvation. So someone's feeding them. Someone paid for their flight to that region in Panama, Colombia, wherever they landed, Okay. So <clears throat> this is a an operation that's got to be uh, at least have some kind of military uh, discipline. At least uh, you know um, you can't take a box lunch on your back that's going to last for twenty six days. So uh, getting back to the whole idea of uh, invasion, um, I I think I told you guys I did a master's degree and my thesis was on the art of war. I Swinza, or in English they say Sun Tzu. So this would be Swinza's idea is to invade the com- uh, country by uh, pretending to be a bunch of refugees, I don't know, poor people, rather than take the enemy on, on a, in a fair fight. See, they're not going to come in with guns blazing yet. They want to get everybody uh, feeling sorry for them or whatever. And then uh, at the appropriate time, uh, they'll do what uh, they're instructed to do by the people who paid so much money for them to uh, come here uh, for whatever reason. At that juncture, it's not going to matter whether they're looking for a new life or all these excuses, you see. You're going to have 20 million people, at least, 
I think, in the next, up to 2024, there's going to be this uh, a big fraction, a big fraction of the American population are ready to go and ready to uh, do whatever they're ordered to do. Uh, back to you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You do hear just how much our corporations and government are already pretty warm and fuzzy uh, with China. And uh, Biden would have to be at the top of the list. You know, I mean, a lot of that has to do with what he he and Hunter and all these charges uh, pay to play uh, Burisma and everything, right? Well, he is doing what he's been told and instructed to do. And all the other minions in uh, Congress, they've all been paid off. Um, this is how it goes. And when you uh, look back to the, uh, uh, what was it, uh, two, three hundred years ago, when uh, the Europeans first came to America, uh, you know, we we were uh, starving and uh, hungry and we had disease and the uh, Native people helped us, although I'm sure there was a lot of Native people that were against helping us. And next thing you know, we took it all. So why would we be any different? We've been here 200-plus years, living high off the hog, and now it's going to be our turn to be displaced. Back to you. Stephen? That, that's a, yeah, that, that's a way to put it. And, I mean, it's happening that way in a lot of ways. One of the scenarios... I saw outlined in a paper that was quoted in there uh, had, oh, gosh, 75% of the people that were in the United States in 2050 had either come in uh, since 1995 or were the descendants of people who had come in since 1995 in this scenario. And there were like a billion and a half people in about 2050 in the U.S., I think, is, is that one. And there was a whole list of them. These NGOs have been studying this for a long time because – they see the demographic decline here in uh, the U.S., Western countries, and, and in Japan. So, okay, th- they have to keep things pushing up. You know, th- they have to keep things growing for their schemes, for their usury-based schemes, which, you know, that's what the, the – the, that's the boot whose heel we're really under. Those m- merchants of death and the masters of war are just trying to – transform the whole place they want to terror not terraform but terror form this uh, uh whole country uh, with this this influx yes well uh you bring up a lot of good uh, additional points to what we've already been covering and just this replacement uh, demographic you know, uh, even with the blacks who've been living here for a long time, I mean, they they buy into this this whole uh, what is um, diversity, equity, inclusion, or um, the uh, critical race theory, and I mean, you know, yeah, some people lately on the station have been talking about South Africa, mm-hmm. and it has been eighty thousand. Um, you know, whites who've been uh, murdered by by groups of these of these blacks there uh, after the incitement you know they've heard from people giving speeches on soapboxes and uh, you know just all the all the rhetoric you know that that that's conditioned them so and we know who's who's at the top 
you know, uh, orchestrating a lot of this. Uh, I mean, you know, there is from elites of uh, Jewish uh, occultism and banking, you know, they, they, they do have this, this anti-white concern, you know, for European nations to completely change like that. But, I mean, this, what is it, Fanny, uh, Fanny Willis? Uh, she's she's out there with these accusations, uh, and she's saying, "Oh, you know, I mean, there was some a soundbite I heard of her saying, oh, you can't expect a, a black woman to be perefect. You have to allow us to to uh, you know make mistakes and, and, and be at fault and this and that." So, I mean, you know, what, what exactly are they telling us? You know that um that that you need a different set of standards all this feminism and everything notwithstanding you need to have a different set of standards for females different set of standards for blacks especially if it's a black woman and so yeah no that's the end of of meritocracy they're already like confirming to you you know that that's what they want you know that they want you know just a a, a race-based hierarchy where uh, you know basically uh, white people are at the bottom because people like her they just kind of you know, they're not even concerned they'll have serious charges and they can just make a speech like that, uh, you know, to start their defense. I don't know. It's just telling of the times and it's just the Bolshevik era that we're, we're living in here. But it, it is also with the technology, uh, you know, very dystopic, I'd say. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, Alan, I'll, I'll kick it over to you. Yeah, uh, James put it pretty well. Uh, we, we have become too comfortable, compliant, and complacent. You know, um, you know. He, he mentioned, you know, the art of war. You know, those those theories and principles aren't anything new. You know, this is not the first go around. It's just the technology in today's world has allowed it to become a global system of you want to call it management. You know, control. Um, you know, uh, it, it, it's kind of like I can tell you what's going on out here in the country. You know, uh, my my relatives, you know, came over in the 1830s, you know, from Germany. Most of the people in this area, and you know, had ranches and farms and, uh, you know, lived a fairly comfortable, you know, peaceful life, kind of, you know, off to themselves, if you want to call it that. And uh, and then that uh, was inculcated into us. It's like, well, you don't want your children to have to work as hard as you did, do you? It's like, well, what's wrong with being a cattle rancher, you know? So they sent them off to college. And, uh, like, uh, one person I know out here in particular uh, sent his son off to college. Um, You know, uh, he got a degree in international relations, you know, uh, got a couple of free trips to Russia. And, of all places, uh, y'all could have expected this, he got two free trips to Israel, you know. And uh, his father told me this, and so I I gave his father my copy of of Henry Ford's, you know, uh, Volume 1, The International Jew, you know. I said, just... uh, Read this, you know. I, I said, you know, just uh, it's it's this is uh, this is back in uh, in the teens of the country, you know, um, and uh, and and the next time I talked to his son, he was back, and I asked him. I said, well, I said, you know, what was it like? You know, where'd you go in Israel? He said, well, I went to Tel Aviv one time, and he went. Uh, was it Haifa? I think he went to another time, and and I said, well, you know. What was it like? And I could tell he read the book because he's, he he looked at me and he said, "Well, I'm sure I got the goy tour, you know." But um, but you know, um, and, and I asked him. I said, "Well, what are you going to do with your degree in international relations? You know, go to work for a think tank or or something like that?" And he said, "Well, yeah." He said, "But actually, and, and this is where he's working now. He's working at a fusion center in in, in Austin." 
And when he said he wanted, he was going to go to work in a fusion center, I just started laughing. And I said, well, young man, I said, you probably won't have to look too far to find my name in their files somewhere. Not saying I'm that important, but I, I have, I've been on air for eight and a half years and let my views be very well known. And I, I know that they do watch me in their own, in their own ways. Um, you know, they, they can't collect, collect all my computer data, you know, because, you know, data is the, man, that's a powerful, you know, thing in today's world. You know, a couple of thousand data points don't do much, but when you've got trillions of them at your hand, you can you can get pretty good predictability on what society as a whole is going to do if they enact something, you know, and they sit back and they watch and they might adjust their programs. But I'd say they probably got a pretty good hand on, on what kind of reaction they're going to get whenever they do try and have this hocus-pocus, you know, uh, the Ukraine war, you know, um, the, the war in Israel and Palestine, uh, COVID, I mean, my God, uh, you know, I, I grew up, you know, in, in, the, in the Cold War era, you know, I was born shortly before they killed Kennedy, and, you know, pretty much lived my life where, you know, well, the Russians are going to nuke us any time, so, you know, it's like, and it's kind of like, don't trust anyone over 30, free love, you know, uh, live your life, you know, and, uh, and my God, what, what COVID has done to children, you know, wearing the mask, the fear, the insulation of fear, man, very effective weapon. Anyway, I'll let it go back to you guys. Oh, great stuff. And over to, well, it looks like, no, the break is going to hit us uh, very shortly. So I should take the time to remind people to support RBN, and we could really use it right now. We had a uh, biannual uh, $2,000 uh, bill uh, for the station, in addition to all the regular uh, fees. It's, like, pretty low. I mean, in the account right now, it's down to, like, like $300 or something. And, I mean, that means we don't even know if the staff, you know, the producers are going to be able to get paid, the board ops, <laughs> this this coming week. It, you know, it's pretty rough. And so if you guys could help to get them over this hump, you know, and we have these fundraisers right now. The last week of the second annual John Stadmiller Book Drive, you can own a book owned by John Stadmiller himself. And... Uh, this is the final week for the year. One Nation Under Israel by Andrew Hurley is the name of the book for $100 donation or more. Uh, say you want to get in the drawing for 250 or more. Say you also want to be in for the quilt. Rebel Madman Confederate flag. One of a kind quilt. Going to be custom made for the winner. That's 250 Say you want to be in the drawing for either. We'll be back. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilaji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilaji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilaji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. 
Look for the Gold Mountain and Medical Symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to T-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. folks beyond the official narrative here on republic broadcasting richard carey with my roundtable of panelists we have james in vancouver stephen douglas whitener and alan crutcher and well i was just going to uh, turn it over to you james uh, for your thoughts sir yes um two days ago i got the new edition of Samuel Huntington's The Clash of Civilization. And guess who wrote the new foreword? None other than Zbigniew Brzezinski, who goes on about how him and Sam were real friends. Not only they were friends, but hey, their wives were real friends too. Which, of course, is who cares, but this situation is, was, planned decades ago. And people like Sam Huntington, 
knew about it, knew who was going to do it and why. And, um, well, when it comes to globalists, Brzezinski, uh, they're all, um, they're all on the same side. So, um, there are these people in the government, some people call it the deep state, and uh, we had, uh, since 1947 at least, we had the Mockingbird Media, and they um, simply prepped us from one black op to another. If you remember, <clears throat> if you don't remember, before the JFK assassination, TV shows were serious. Um, shows like Route 66 talked about two guys on the um, highway, Route 66, with their Corvette. Um, and each uh, week, uh, the TV episode, was these two guys um, were helping people with their problems and so on and so forth. And um, detective shows, things like that, serious operations about um, the good guys winning. And right after the JFK assassination in January of 1964, what did we get? We get the Dick Van Dyke show with Mary Tyler Moore. A couple of months later, we got I Dream of Jeannie. And uh, that was... Uh, that was uh, signifying this change in the direction of society. You just laugh it off. It's all a big joke. And yeah, you had the TV show Rowan and Martin's laughing. And uh, this is what they did. And, uh, well, I talked about this. And, well, now Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is running for president, which brings it all back home. Well, the break is coming. Yeah, there, there are too many things that he concedes on regarding um, issues of the day. Yeah, well, we'll pick this up in hour two. Thank you, gentlemen. And folks, again, go to republicbroadcasting.org and please uh, support the station. Okay, we really could use the help right now. You can call at 800 724 Extension 3. I'll be right back. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10.
This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.